0: Welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm here with Allegra Frank. Hello. And Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Ashley O. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are having a special Netflix and chill episode, which I'm very excited about. But first, we we will be talking about a video game. We'll be talking about Resident Evil 2 again, which is pretty exciting. And then it's going to be chill. We're going to talk about Russian doll in the most non-spoilery way possible. We're going to talk about Kingdom, which sounds very cool and unique as far as zombie shows go. And we're going to talk a bit about Carmen San Diego, which a couple of people have emailed us about and told us to watch. But first, I want to let you know that we will be at Pod X in Nashville on May 31st to June 2nd. And I'm so excited to go to Nashville, as everyone knows, but more importantly... <laughs> You can buy tickets to PodX, still they're on sale. Uh, you can buy those at podx.com/tps. TPS stands for The Polygon Show. Um and that's not like buying tickets to our specific thing or anything. It's just an affiliate thing um to let them know that you're interested in us and then we get like free tickets to give away to people if you buy them through that affiliate link, which is super cool. So, check that out if you're going to be in Nashville Thinking about going to Nashville, which I'm going to do twice this year for the very first time. Because oh. I'm going to Pod X and then I'm going to um, a bride, bride. what's bride party? Bachelorette? <laughs> a bride party. A bride, bride party. Bride party 2019. <laughs> I'm going to be
1: a bridesmaid, baby. Yay. I'm so f- flipping excited. That's so fun. I want to be a bridesmaid. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I never will.
0: Ah. <laughs> Maybe you can get married and be your own bridesmaid.
1: Yeah. And my own groom. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: The saying is, never a bridesmaid, never a bride, yes. (laughs) God, I wish I could always be a bridesmaid, never be a bride. This has been so fun. Mm. I get to be pretty.
1: I'm so excited. This episode has taken a sad turn. No. (laughs) In a fun way.
0: Okay, let's talk about video games. Ashley, you had a very busy weekend, but uh, you played Resident Evil 2.
2: I did. I was very shocked that I even attempted it, um, aside from our one-time failed uh, Resident Evil 1 adventure, which did not last very long. It
0: lasted about 10 minutes. It we did.
2: caved so quickly. It, for so many reasons. But this one... Um, I guess I don't have anything to compare it to since I didn't play the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite it being a, a zombie game that I was dreading because of what Chelsea said of, you know, you empty bullets and the the, yeah, the guys the zombies dead, and bullet sponges. but then they get back up. But I don't know. I think I'm confused. It might depend on the difficulty, but it appeared that some of them. If you put like enough, they don't ever get back up again. But isn't that a waste? What do you mean? Of bullets? Um. So I don't know. I think like from maybe what uh, I don't know what mode you were playing, Chelsea, which is probably way better than what I was playing. Um, I know
0: this isn't a this is not a time to judge. What mode were you playing? I just wanted. To-
2: I think it was just the normal one. Well, then you're very good at shooting. But it still had <laughs> it still had the um, aim assist though. Oh, maybe you were using. You were, maybe like the you were, little reticle was still there.
0: You still have the reticle but so aim assist means it also snaps. There's a little bit of snapping to the target. Oh
2: no I didn't have that. Yes no. Did assist, you
0: think aim assist was, was like having the reticle and non aim assist was there was no reticle and you just yeah. had to guess? God. Yeah. Oh More. my god. I mean it makes <laughs> sense
2: if you think about no, it. No it. it doesn't. A reticle
0: is an aim assist. I guess That's that true. is Yes, I guess true. that is true. That, that makes sense but no uh, aim assist means that I think actually, Grand Theft Auto has it a lot. Uh, But like, it means when you point your weapon, that it kind of guides it towards the target a little
2: bit. Oh. It
0: may not like give you a perfect headshot, but it'll at least be like, keep you from
2: swinging wildly. (gasps) Oh, I didn't have that. No, I didn't have that. Um, (laughs) Have you
0: been swinging
2: wildly? Yes, and no. Actually, I, I think I am better at shooting than I thought, but. There are obviously times where you do get overwhelmed and you will swing wildly before you decide to just run away. Oh, yeah, because they they come at you fast. Oh, yeah, despite being, you you know, slow zombies and this isn't the fast zombie edition like in 20 Days Later, which I still haven't seen because, again... I, I don't I don't know if I mentioned this. I don't like zombie things. <laughs> I think they're stupid and and I, yet. And exactly. And I don't like really that many horror games either so anyway, um me playing this game as Chelsea said the the puzzles are really great despite the fact that and I have to keep this in mind that this is an older game is that there is a lot of backtracking and doubling back like to the main hall and it just like takes so long because you just need to traverse so much space to Mm -hmm. do something. Um, But I think that's also part of the difficulty uh the art museum deal that chelsea was saying like oh it's the police station that uh uh i don't know if any or chelsea did you think this at all when i saw the main hall for the the police station i was like this looks just like batman arkham city this is the same exact layout (laughs) oh yeah and then like even other parts of resident evil 2 i'm like what this is Arkham City, and then I saw like the intro, where right, they'll show like little flashes of like Raccoon City concept art, and again, I was like, "This is this is Gotham, this is a Batman, Batman,
1: this is I, Batman." So,
2: I
0: actually Arkham City is I only think I like watched a little bit of it. I only played. I, finished Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight but I never played Arkham City.
2: Oh, Arkham City is very good. I know.
0: I just never like after playing both those I was like I think I know.
2: I I think yeah. I get how these games work. Oh, totally fair. Um mm-hmm. but it, that similarity was astonishingly strange. And then, you know, on my way to getting like one of the medallions, right? Cuz like got to collect three medallions to unlock a like underground passage. So, I'm in the process of getting these underground medallions And I put them in to the little depression where the statue is, right? And it, like, some stones turn and they reveal a little bit more of the passageway. And I think by the second medallion, I was like, who funded this? (laughs) Like, who had the money and time to do this? Why do you need to craft this elaborate emergency exit? This is the opposite of an emergency exit, by the way, because this is taking me, like, hours. But, like, this whole time, and then, like, I get into another room and there's a, a statue, right, with, like, a jeweled scepter, and then you need to, like, find this, like, beautifully old tome, and I'm, like, looking at the scepter, again, where did you get this? Who is funding the, this elaborate this puzzle? Bill Gates, baby. Well, that, I don't understand. That, <laughs> I want <laughs> to know.
0: That's one of the puzzles that has one of the most ridiculous payoffs, but it is like oh. the most ridiculous puzzle because you're like,
1: oh, my God. I feel like to your point of you don't really like horror games and yet, I mean, this part sounds ridiculous, but for the most part, it sounds like you're into Resident Evil. I,
2: yeah. So actually, so I played it because Mike McWhorter encouraged me to. He's like, just try it. And I was like, look, um, you know I don't like games, but I was like, Games and zombie I games. games. <laughs> you're not a real gamer unless you fucking hate games. I mean that's true. If you it don't, it's ha- true. If you don't hate games, you're if you don't a think gamer. that games
0: should be banned, you're not a real gamer. It's, oh god, it's so only true. only true gamers understand the full depravity of video games. But um, <laughs> I hate video games, Ashley. Oh. I,
1: I played. <laughs> I played a lot of um, the first Resident Evil, and I think a lot of what you're saying like resonates with me in that I don't really like zombies in right. particular but horror games very much but there are so many like in-depth puzzles and uh-huh. things to explore that you become really well situated in that setting and i think that's really 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 like appealing about Resident Evil versus other horror games that i've kind of oh. tried
0: yeah like silent hill is actually like the perfect opposite of that because there's not as many kind of puzzle opportunities and also it's way scarier
1: mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: it's too scary mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm.
2: I, so I don't like games that give me anxiety. I already yeah. have a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. to spare and then some. So the idea of, say, exploring another wing or another floor and you know, because you, the map shows you like areas you've... Not explored yet, and, like, if there's a room and you missed an item, it'll still be, like, red. I thought that was the nicest feature, though, because oh, it was, it's like... so nice, so generous, so generous. Thank yeah, you.
0: Because the rooms will be blue on the map if they're cleared and red if you miss something. And I'm, like...
2: Oh, I like, love
0: that. Thank you. It would
2: be, I think, to me, absolutely unplayable if they didn't do that. Um And it is stressful. I did scream a lot, um, but not... I mean... <laughs> But like, okay, there are a few jump scares like Chelsea said, but there's one where this happened in Outlast also, which by the way, I played only like 15 minutes of Outlast and then I stopped. Mm. But then, (laughs) for some reason, (laughs) I keep screaming at the same thing, which is I walk into a room, I see a dead body hanging from the ceiling, okay? So I, I clearly see it. I know it's there. And I'm like, yeah, that's creepy. That's scary. And then... For whatever reason, I walk near it and then it drops to the ground and I scream so loud. Not because it attacked me, but just because like, I, I don't know, I just, small things like that freak me out. And then, and then if that wasn't enough, uh, I think I got to a point, this was like also during the Super Bowl when I didn't want to watch the halftime show. So I was like, I don't want to watch Adam Levine. Let's go back to the zombie dogs. So I had to go, oh, zombie dogs, uh oh, Awful. Bad. Real bad. Mm. bad. Bad. Are there multiple, or is it just that one time? Uh, I So there are a couple like locked in the kennels. <gasps> but but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is absolutely ridiculous. Why am I talking about zombie dogs when I can talk about the most important thing about Resident Evil 2, which is that Leon Kennedy is a tall life. glass of ice-cold whole
1: milk, full <laughs> fat. Mm, oh, mm, he's yeah! So beautiful. We got the um, what was it? the collector's edition or something? Yeah, uh, at the office and Leon. It comes with a Leon statue. <gasps> lives on my desk. I Leon love Smooch Kennedy. I
2: love Leon, but <laughs>
1: Leon the S is for smooch. That's what, for Cass Marshall, what Cass Marshall. Marshall said. So but, shout out to her.
2: I think like the the game is great. Like the graphics look great. Everything about that is great and it i think does especially for based on being uh, an old ga- an older game really does kind of stand the test of time which is really really nice but in addition to Leon Kennedy being super Leon cute Kennedy. it's just so like I, I don't know there's some things that are still laughable I know they're not supposed to be so like Allegra I think you'll appreciate this well not really but at a certain point you know you go to the police station and there's like a, like a lieutenant and he is very badly wounded his name's Marvin he's clearly dying okay and he's like trying to help you, right, he's like, Oh, here's this thing, and then he's like, Are you sure? He's like, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, just go. It's up to you, just go. And like like I was talking about before, because you have to double back so much and you solve like a lot of puzzles, like puzzles and puzzles. And then every time I have to go back to the main home, I always pass him by like, Y'all right, Marvin? Still <laughs> alive? It's like my Hanging favorite there, home. Huh? and it's like not funny because he's in a lot of pain and he's like kind of groaning, but I go back like Marvin, you still ah, uh, good. Well, here's the thing about the game. You're always collecting
0: health items. Why can't you just be like, Marvin, here's these herbs? <laughs>
2: marvin gets they so for me. mad. <laughs> he just gets so mad at you. He's like, it's too late for me, but I'm going to sit and uh, keep bleeding
1: out. <laughs> and then I come
2: back with, like, yeah, all these herbs. And I come back to this typewriter and you're, marvin, you OK? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Just, just wait here. I'll, I'll I'll be back.
1: Marvin,
2: it's so ridiculous. Can't you just like spit on the herbs and put them on his big old wound? You can combine herbs to make more powerful healing items, but he's Mm. just like, that's too late for me. And I'm like, why is no one like sewing up his wound or something? He's very, very mad. He's very (laughs) mad, but he's also like on the verge of passing out. So it's weird that like this man who's so frail and weak, Leon's like, are you, are you okay? I'm gonna go. I'll just. I'll. I'll be back later. I'm like Leon. Damn.
0: <laughs> he doesn't want to share his herb, man. Mm-hmm. That's his prerogative. His herb. <laughs> Maybe that's why
2: all the zombies are swarming. Yeah.
1: They want that herb. It's rare. There's limited quantities of herb out I like that they,
2: um, by the way, the green herb is not like, oh, you know, sometimes there's like a little icon in like games a lot of the time. No, this this looks like a potted plant. I think it's a full on potted plant. It's full, complete with a ceramic
0: base. What? But I like that you're like clearly stripping it off the, the pot and being like,
1: just no, smash I, the pot. Oh, I
0: thought he just took the whole planter. That's why you only have eight slots in your inventory because you're carrying a pot around.
2: That's
1: what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> when you expand your inventory, you find like hip pouches. It looks like a fanny pack. So I'm imagining Leon with four like <laughs> fanny packs on all sides of his body. That's and not in, sexy. One of them is leaning like his right one. He leans far to the right because he has a heavy plant in there with complete with the ceramic base. What if they just had a backpack
0: on and you could see the like potted plant just stuffed in there over his head?
2: Multiples. <laughs> Multiple potted and plants. And then he goes over and still is like, Marvin, still alive? <laughs> I just, it's become a running joke. I'm sorry, Marvin. No, <gasps> oh, I'm sorry.
0: I have a question for you, actually, that's really important. Um, does Adam Levine make you feel as uncomfortable as Magic Mike does?
2: he does but in a an added layer of disdain which okay. which maroon so- 5 song is your most uncomfortable <gasps> making Ooh. Mm. um oh i can't even think of, i the only one i can think of now is uh the 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 harder to breathe one, but that's only because I I heard it in that's only because I heard it in an Uber the other day. So I don't. There's definitely one that I hate. I'm trying to think of the one that's like from the
1: mid (gasps) two thousands she will be loved. I was going to say, that's the pick. I hate that That, song. That song sucks. That song sucks. But also, okay, can I just say, quick Maroon 5 tangent, the most uncomfortable Maroon 5 related piece of media is the music video for This Love, which is just freaking Adam Levine having sex with his girlfriend while on a flying bed, and then they have to, they're naked in the uncensored version, (laughs) and the censored version, there are huge flowers like photoshopped on top of them while they're just riding around in the sky having
0: no. I got a yeah, lot I remember
1: the, I just remember him of-
0: undressing in that video. That's
2: literally yeah. all. Mine. I was got got this a lot of during
1: things to Google today. The
2: TRL days? No, uh, it was I don't know, it was
1: TR- I don't think TRL is a thing anymore, but there were the, still damn. music videos on TV a little that bit. That was
0: song was like really big in 2004 or 5. 5 I think, yeah.
1: This left? Damn. The this video left.
0: came out in 2009.
1: I can't no, it didn't. It probably just got so wait. No. They're on like right. a right.
2: magic carpet,
1: like Aladdin. It's like a bed. It's just straight up like a bed that has been transported to the heavens. Uh, hold on, on YouTube, this video. Uh, hold on, this video is straight up
0: square. <laughs> this is a square video. It is a square. Yeah, because it came out really long time ago. It can't, it was oh no, because I had a college professor that would play Maroon Five songs before class started. Everything. Why? Hey, that's... <laughs> wait, that's <What>? a crime. <laughs> What, what professor hell? was this? It was a communications class. It's Like okay. a pop quiz like can you withstand what this? What were you learning? Uh it was a very weird class that we we also read Martin uh Martin what is his name? Gladwell. Something I mean, Malcolm hate
1: Gladwell. Gladwell. So
0: Gladwell's much. tipping point and we did a bunch of other stuff that was like very communications-y. Like <laughs> So he always played pop music but he
2: loved Maroon 5. Oh my, oh god. my god. Um we're That's horrible. Though so it would be interesting if it was like before your advanced calculus class. I had to get way more hype
0: for calculus. Get pumped. I, uh, did, not, I did not take advanced calculus because I'm a dummy and don't like math. I think Adam Levine got his hairline filled in. <laughs> and there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. All right, let's move on <laughs> to Netflix and chill. Hello and welcome to KNYC Netflix and chill. I'm Simone De Rochefort and today we're going to be talking about Natasha Leon's show, Russian Doll, as well as Netflix's historical zombie show, Kingdom, and their new Carmen San Diego animated show. Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> yes, Simone. I'm about to raise my voice to its normal level just so everyone knows. Chelsea, you and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Watched Russian Doll this weekend. So, this show has been getting a crap ton of praise for cool things that happen in it, which I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And Allegra also knows nothing about. Intentionally. Mm. And And intentionally. And for that reason, yes. Keep it spoiler light. I keep I spoiler keep, I, free. I literally keep opening up articles that are like, "We're going to talk about Russian Doll."
1: Heads up, this spoils everything yeah. about Russian Doll, and it's amazing. So well, don't read it. It's and always I'm like, ah. it's always about the finale oh, every day. Well, so okay. here's Something. the thing:
0: I have not seen the last two episodes. I st- I saw last night. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I have two more, but it was eleven. Mm-hmm. It was eleven five. I'd already watched the first six. I was like, "I I won't go to sleep." So. Um, I yes, I go to bed at eleven. Do not judge me. You go to bed oh, at eleven. Have, oh, that's oh wonderful. You had one minute
1: to shut down. Uh
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's otherwise. like, oh
0: shit, it's eleven oh five, I got sixty seconds. Otherwise I collapse on bed. the corner of my couch and then the cat falls asleep on my head. um <laughs> I just love so, city. no, it was uh look, so um I don't know how to I can't talk about the finale, but I will tell you that, that so like I think the first three sh- episodes I was watching on the background while I was playing like Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, I, I just put it on. I was like, this could be cool. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people like it, but it really gets more interesting. So, the premise, which I can't talk about because it's in the freaking trailer, is that she keeps reliving the same night. Over l- and over. Over and over again. Because she dies. Because she dies. And it is not like a groundhog day thing where the, it she goes to sleep and resets. It is like, she can make it past the night if she but she'll still die in the end. Mm -hmm. And she dies in a lot of ways that will traumatize New Yorkers. She falls down those terrible, terrifying grates in front of buildings twice. She falls downstairs multiple times. Mm. Uh, It reminds me a bit of Dead Like Me in that way, mm. which is a show that you should not watch if you have anxiety, Mm. because every single episode there's just this freak accident and people die. So it's great. But it's very, very nerve wracking.
2: <laughs> so many of the things are like ways that New Yorkers really worry about dying. Like, yeah, like oh. the stairs that are like on the ground leading down to the basement at oh. San Jose's. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She oh. falls down those twice. I can't believe it. I'm like, ah oh. I hate seeing that because oh. I always think that's gonna happen to me. Yeah, I'm always oh. worried of just falling. Oh god.
0: Um but so what I I originally I was like, okay, so this is Groundhog Day with drugs. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Natasha Leone is like very, she is she is playing a character, one of those like caustic people that doesn't like anyone and doesn't have friends because she's too good for that shit. Uh, but she's playing her very endearingly and like really, and the whole thing is wrapped around her 36th birthday party, which is really interesting. So I think she part of it oh. is like being, like one of her friends at one point is like, you've done all these drugs. You do drugs all the time. You're a cockroach. You're unkillable. And she's <laughs> already been killed twice at that point. She's like, what are you mean?" and just like not <laughs> able to deal with that like I, sentiment
2: I feel like her character is very very similar if not like almost the same as her character from Orange is the New Black mm. yeah um, which is not a bad thing it's like the very charismatic I've been through life and I was a junkie slash am a junkie but I still got my sense of humor and even if I didn't need to understand myself and my life's a mess and my life's a mess I'll a video game programmer which is
0: really oh, a cool. random mm-hmm. detail
1: Wait. So, is this show? I know Amy Poehler is the executive producer, I believe, or her production company worked on it. Is it a comedy? Like, I haven't really been able to get a sense. Mm, there of are that.
0: funny moments, I would say. Like, it is play. It is a is a sci-fi esque sci-fi in the sense mm-hmm. that, like, why is this happening? Mm. Premise led with comedic stuff. You know, the 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 deaths are often played for laughs because, like, she'll wake up at the same time again, mm-hmm. and and be like. <gasps> Oh, gas explosion, <laughs> <laughs> and like that stuff is play is funny because it's like she's, or sometimes she'll just be like, "I'm just gonna live it like crazy," you know, like so it's very much played for kind yeah. of the absurdity of the situation. Mm-hmm. At what point uh, did you stop playing Puyo Puyo Tetris and like fully uh, focus? There's a to the there's show? a there's a one there's a twist that happens probably around ep four actually, mm. and then something something starts to pick up, and that's the thing I don't want to spoil that because it's like something gets me got me very very more invested oh okay that's good to know because I stopped in the middle of three I just was very I think you, uninterested I know I was like when you when you wrote in the doc how much you'd watched I was like oh you are getting so close and I will talk mm. to you after the podcast so I don't want to spoil it because I was like it's and yeah Sean was playing Darkest Dungeon across from me. He was like, This show is for something on the background is very hard to ignore at yeah. this point because it was, it gets way more engaging and I think it picks up a lot, but it has to spend so much That's time. That's unfortunate because it's only eight episodes long. I yeah. know. It spends two episodes setting up the premise. And I think the first two episodes are like, I'm a quirky
2: weirdo and I keep dying. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I feel like they could have just done that with one. Don't yeah. make it two because like after the second one, it just was so like, uh, I don't know. I think it got to the point where. When they were doing that a second time, that's when I actually started to play like another game while watching it because yeah. I was like, "I'm. I think this has been established for me already. I don't think I need to pay attention. Yeah, I will remember that when I start
0: watching it. I, I've watched part of the first episode, um, but I think like you, uh, I, Karen was watching it and I was in the room. And halfway through the first episode, I had left to go do other work elsewhere because I was like, "Yeah, this is fine." Like, I liked parts of it, but it also didn't grab me immediately. It really takes too long to build, which sucks for a... a thing but yes it's definitely way more engaging i'm definitely willing to put in the time
1: now that yeah. i know it gets really good i seriously want to like just watch it all in like two days well, How the, the episodes
0: are short i was gonna say they're almost less than 30 minutes i was episodes. gonna say
1: because i asked ashley earlier and she's like honestly i don't even know
0: no because oh, I, I was easy. like yeah that's
1: great i'm so glad it's not an
0: hour-long drama oh my no, god no no, no no you could probably watch this whole thing in four hours Hell yeah. So that's my plans tonight, baby. Yeah, I if I just started an hour earlier I could have finished it. It was
2: it was like very <laughs> much I, I <laughs> 11:06 baby got to <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> I would argue that like it is each of the episodes are very short, but I don't know if it's I don't know if I would think of it as binging material because I feel like they're they start to dive or at least when I left off, um, started to dive more into her own psyche and her figuring out her own shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so, like, I think that maybe even after, yeah, like, three episodes, you're like, oh, this is a lot, a lot's going on. Mm. She definitely has, like, shit she's unpacking. And she yeah. has this
0: weird maternal figure in her life that is, like... Not her mother, but oh. is a therapist.
2: I thought it was oh. her mom. I thought her no, mom was a therapist. No,
0: it's not her mom. It's her because her mom has passed away and it's kind of like that's unpacking her whole real shitty relationship with her mom is oh, part of it. But God. so that woman is her was her guardian. I don't know if it's her mom's mom or it was some other guardian figure., hmm. uh, that's not clear at this point, but she, that woman's also a therapist and is very like the the kind of spiritual guide sometimes. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Are you
0: going to keep watching it, Ashley?
2: Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll pick up where I left off. To be fair though, the, where I left off was she was <laughs> It's not a spoiler. She was just like talking to her ex and they were having I guess some sort of important conversation, but I was too busy letting Crunchwrap lick the yogurt lid. Ah.
0: <laughs> and then and then I was like, "Oh." Any this of this Any of the stuff with her ex is the least exciting stuff of oh, the show. Oh I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And that sucks and her That's ex is men are terrible. Yep. Ugh, her ex just
2: like is it's, a whatever guy. It just I don't know, like the segments, yeah, with her extra they bore me, which is why I was like, You want some yogurt?
0: <laughs> uh Did you have you released Crunch yogurt tape? What? Where's the yogurt tape actually? Oh, oh! Oh, oh my apologize. god,
2: I thought you meant like tape like scotch tape. <laughs> Like as in I was using scotch tape to seal my yogurt yeah. so he wouldn't get in there and I was like, Well, that is something I would do, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> did you did you record him licking the yogurt? No, I did not. I okay,
0: will. Next time, in that case, tell us about Kingdom, which you're also watching Kingdom. on Netflix. Wow, very but this quickly. is a very Netflix. Oh, that's because it's that called point. Netflix. We <laughs> just <laughs> called
1: it Netflix and Chill. From no is Netflix,
0: I completely forgot oh that that God. was a. I'm an. Uh. I, I deliberately picked Russian Doll last night because I was like, "Whoop, well, got to prepare for the show. Let's Damn. watch something that people are interested in." We so. It's In the document, it says Netflix and chill parentheses why for chilly. But it's yeah. been so yeah. freaking warm here. But it was
2: like a polar vortex. It was, polar it was a polar vortex. vortex. It
0: went from 5 degrees to 60 in less than a week, and it's mm-hmm. real bad. Can it go back down? It is this weekend. Okay, Get good. Ready. They have not adjusted the heat in my apartment <gasps> building for the, the new temperature. So Ooh. it is as hot in my apartment as it would need to be if it were 20 degrees out. Uh, and it okay. is actually killing me. Ah, <laughs> yes. that is, oh. I, couldn't so I am Netflix and sweaty. Oh no! Netflix Which is really just another way to say Netflix and chill. Alright, Ashley, tell us all about Netflix's historical zombie show that you're watching for some reason.
2: Yeah, I don't know why I have watched it in addition to playing Resident Evil 2. Super strange. Very suspicious. We'll still never watch The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Anyway, um, this is set during Korea's Chosun Dynasty period, uh, which lasted a long ass time, I think like several centuries. Um, So this takes place way back then, and like the costumes and the location and everything is just beautiful and perfect. And I have definitely at times paused it just to look at the still because it's so nice, you know, set in like the Imperial Gardens and in the palaces and whatnot. Um, And that's beautiful. So basically, what happens is the uh, I'm sorry, the king is ill, and nobody has seen him for a while, and they're like, "Oh, he has like tuberculosis or something. Uh-oh. Just leave him alone. He's totally fine." And then uh, the the prince hears about it, and he's like, "Not allowed to see his father." And then after a week or so, he's like, "Okay, I need to see my dad. What the heck?" And the queen mother who is not his biological mother. I think the king remarried because his mother died. And she's like pretty close to his age. Anyway, she's like very cold and icy to him. This is like all in the very beginning, so it's not a spoiler. Um, And she's like, I don't care. Like, these are your orders. You, Your crown prince, you can't get sick. Just stop. And so she leaves. And it turns out, there is something very wrong with the king. I wonder what it is. He's a fucking zombie. <laughs> He's a fucking zombie that's chained to his like little bed area and there's like a curtain. Oh my god. So you can't you can't really see him but you can like hear him? No, no,
0: no, no. And then no. like
2: the you know the prince like sneaks in um and he's like, I, I, you know, he's trying to see his dad, and then you know he sees the shadow of something, he hears something awful, and he's like, "There's a really, really bad smell coming." Like, I, what the fuck is going on? Oh no! But then, so what ends up happening is that, you know, there's a lot of drama in that, you know, the queen is. Uh, coming from a family that's trying to take over the throne. So she's pregnant, so she has Uh, the baby, then that crown prince basically is done for. So anyway, she uh, tries to essentially like kind of arrest him and get him killed. So once she has the baby, the king can be killed, but not before. Oh, not the king. The prince can be killed. Oh, Oh, yeah. Of of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the king is already kind of dead. (laughs) Undead, rather. Um, So then the the prince uh, runs off. And then meanwhile, there is a village and there's a really, really, really bad outbreak. And then it, from there, it becomes about how to control this absolutely terrible disease that is like rapidly going through the country and seeing how people in that age with the tools and communication systems they have. So like you see a lot of um, like beacon fires and all these like other methods and, mm-hmm. you know, like how they even strategize, like how to cut off certain gates and areas and what types of weapons they use, what like their houses are made of. I don't know, I thought that it was wildly interesting to me as uh, someone who like doesn't know super, a ton about uh, Korean history. But that was a really, really beautifully shot and produced series. Uh, a second season has definitely been renewed and is renewed. it all Blech announced. Is it, oh. it all in Korean? Yeah, it's all in Korean Dope. and there are subtitles. Um, it is very good. The uh, woman, from, uh, Pe Tuna, from Sense8 is in this movie as oh, well, shit. if you've ever seen Sense8. She's the Korean woman in Sense8.
0: This is great because I feel like zombies are so tired, but what hasn't been done, medieval zombies, and then on top of that, zombies that are not like in a Western context. Thank you. Yes, that's really interesting. I've been looking at pictures of it while you're talking, and it looks
1: horrifying! I'm just, I, so I'm trying to, like, picture it in my mind, so I guess I should look at some pictures, too. No! Uh, maybe not. But because you're saying, like, it is this very beautiful historical drama, at least the history is part of it. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, do does the zombie aspect feel like a... Natural part of the setting, or is it just like okay, wow, it's this beautiful Korean history, but also there are zombies for some reason? Yeah, um,
2: I think they incorporated it really, really well and cleverly. In that, um, they talk about and they address, you know, the issue of like famine and starvation back then and how like scarce meat was, um, and then like how there's like a lot of, if you think about, um, like Korean staples in their diet, for example, a lot of like broths and and stews and whatnot. And at one point, I remember they like get uh, this piece of meat and this is the thing that infects the town, right? <gasps> oh, but like, no. the, but they're like, oh my God, like we have so little of it. And even when it's not the infected meat, even if it's like good meat that, you know, they find, um, it's so small and scarce that they're, they're always immediately saying like, we have to make this into a soup to feed the whole village and all of this stuff. Um, and so Let that's like how wrong, the, the outbreak. That. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's how the outbreak starts. And I, I don't know that they employed it that much, but they showed uh, glances of like Korean shamans and whatnot. So it's pretty interesting that maybe um, in the second season, hopefully, they'll kind of jump off from there and like seeing how they respond to. Essentially a zombie outbreak with like different methods of like their traditional medicine and then shamanism and exorcism because they think that maybe it's a problem with spirits or it's really difficult. And trying to see how they talk about it is Mm -hmm. is different. And like I think these types of zombies are different, too, in that like they hide during the day. Yeah. So it's not like they're all like wandering out there. Uh, so it's very creepy. It's great, vampire
0: like, my favorite aspect of like World War Z and the Zombie Survival Guide that Max Brooks yeah. wrote many years ago was just the minutia of how different people in different places handled that like a catastrophe of zombies. Mm. Like I think that more so than the. Horror of people getting eaten is the most interesting part of zombie stories for me.
2: Like, mm-hmm. what are you
0: doing? To yeah. make how did this happen? And then how do cultures respond to it? It's so interesting. I think, to me like,
2: also the way they mix uh, the political drama of that time yes. of like the the bride or I'm sorry the queen's family trying yeah. to usurp the throne and they're just trying to like edge their way in and force and be like, look, this is how we're dealing with the outbreak. But it's also like not. About the outbreak. I mean it is, but not to them. Yeah. So there's like a lot of political power struggle and like classist issues going on with the zombie outbreak. It's really, really I'm great.
0: And so it's like taking lessons from Game of Thrones, which is like that's not about being high fantasy and dorks, it's about power struggles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves politics. Oh yeah. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> all right. Well, something that's not about politics is Netflix's Carmen Sandiego adaptation, which also just came out this month. Um, a lot of people recommended that we watch it, uh, and I desperately wanted to watch it because I grew up like watching the Carmen Sandiego show and playing all the Carmen Sandiego games. Uh, and I love Gina Rodriguez, who's voicing Carmen Sandiego in the show Carmen Sandiego.
2: <laughs>
1: so we've watched it! And I think we have mixed feelings. Can I just ask, before you get into it, yes. does it have the classic Carmen Sandiego song? No. No, no it doesn't. That's, oh, man. I, ah, I, I actually okay.
0: listened to the classic song because I was so nostalgic for it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, this song was perfect. I, I actually have been meaning to look up old episodes of the show on YouTube and probably be disappointed. But um, so what I will say first off about this show is that the animation is gorgeous. Especially all the backgrounds and stuff. The character designs are so good. So good. Mm. Like, all the characters have really elaborate, cool costumes, or, like, each has a notable feature. It's almost like mm-hmm. they took a lot from the Overwatch school of character design, where, like, even if you still see a character silhouetted, you know who they are. Mm. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will I will preface this with, I got into it eventually. <laughs> but, oh my god, they made, uh, they committed a cardinal writing sin that no one should ever do, and that was opening the show with back-to-back flashback episodes to her backstory, Uh, which was a mistake. It was, uh, (laughs) I, I was so bored in the intro like I was like yeah. I know you got to do all the world building no you don't that's the thing that's the thing about world building is that you don't have to it happens naturally <laughs> nope they did if had... you do it right it happens on its own <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even that... in a kids show because like especially in a kids show sorry I'm gonna yell over you but what happens in a kids show usually is that they will watch it maybe out of order or they'll mm-hmm. just watch it and they will accept the things that they're seeing Mm -hmm. they don't need those things explained for them like you can explain it eventually but you don't have to like sit them down and be like step by step this is how this is what this is and this is how we got here because that's boring (laughs) adults don't want to watch that no (laughs) anyway it it was the first i i that was the one thing that i struggled with this with the show because i watched the first three episodes and i was Mm -hmm. like oh this feels like a kid's show like And I really wanted to like it because I was like, I like everyone involved. Did you guys know the voice of Diva is in this show? Oh, I did not know that. She's the the, the female she... uh, Interpol agent. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so cool. I know. That's great. Yes, and, and also the little boy from uh from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yes. Yeah, I looked that up. I looked him up because I, I he's he plays a hacker in the show. And he came on screen for the first time, and I was like, all which, right, 10-year-old Simone which... has a crush on this guy. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and I was like, ah, oh, it's the kid from Stranger Things. When, which kid? Uh, there Mike, are the main, Mike, Finn, the main or
2: child. Finn Wolfhard? Finn Wolfhard, okay. yeah.
0: He's, he's doing great in this. Um, I remember you came to meet Chelsea, and you were like, so how are you liking it? And I told you what I'm going to tell everyone now, which is, like, Maybe watch up until the point when Gray is introduced in episode one, and skip the first few episodes. I skipped episode two, and I'm happy with that decision that I made because, like, towards the middle of episode one, I was like, "Okay, we're still here." Does it say
2: in the episode two description that it's still the flashback? Yes. Oh, it's a two
0: part. There, like, something happens at the end of it in the present day. Um, So, I mean, maybe maybe watch that like maybe just watch the present day parts of both of those but um, I like there's definitely some things that I didn't like know what happened at the end of episode two but because
1: I'm an adult I was able to just fill in the blanks for myself so is this like Plot heavy? No, a, it's not. It's just I would assume it's just Carmen San Diego doing her thing of going it around the world. It right? fucking should be. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Idi- I mean, the, sorry.
0: The, the big twist is that this Carmen San Diego might be actually good. Mm-hmm. What?
2: <gasps> Wait, what? She's,
0: she's a thief for good, guys. No. Wasn't? It's like wasn't? Robin Hood.
2: Was she not that? before no no she was a thief for
1: thieving that's oh, why she I, was always she, the bad guy that's, that's why the show. she rule. wait i thought yeah. she i thought she also stole for good no she no, stole for didn't. herself because we were trying to we <laughs> in the games we were trying to stop her yeah because yeah. she
0: was always stealing stuff in jet settings so you gotta oh vile.
2: i well I a stupid child me just assumed <laughs> she was stealing it from museums no, she steals from museums. <laughs> she like, for museums. They're, <laughs> like, I don't know, other historical societies mm. that are, like, it doesn't belong in the museum it so belongs in that's, our
0: not that's simple. kind of the twist for the show right and I think that's pretty smart because it's 2019 so it's like well maybe uh, the Louvre shouldn't have all of these
2: things <laughs> that they
0: stole from other countries
2: Wait, that should be the tagline of the show is just that maybe the Louvre shouldn't have that much
0: art <laughs> <laughs> maybe the Louvre should be smaller that's that's
2: the whole premise. That's it. That's oh my god, show. I would watch that show where you just critique the Louvre for having too much art and you're like, good riddance. Mar-
0: I go through item by item yeah. and I'm like, I don't like this one.
2: Marie Kondo goes through the Louvre
0: ah! <laughs> Ask Kondo them about Red Painting sparks joy. You should be able to see all of the paintings at once. <laughs> oh my God, and she says,
2: does this spark joy? And she stands atop a huge, humongous bonfire with a flint and rock. Does it spark joy? She screams to her followers, no! <laughs> then let it burn.
0: We're gonna get the Louvre down to just one wall. It's full of art. But you can see it all at once. So I'm gonna say some nice things about this show now. Um, I kept watching because it's a children's show and it's very easy to leave on. And it really, really grew on me uh, as I kept going because there's some interesting character relationships that develop and uh, some jokes that really landed for me. And (laughs) Chelsea asked me if I remembered what any of them were uh, and I don't.
1: (laughs) There were a bunch
0: about opera that just really did where, it for me, though. Where are the jokes? Um, <laughs> they come later. I, no, I'd I promise it's funny. I'm I think it, it is really cute, but it is just like in the sense that maybe I just wasn't in the mood for a, a actual kid's show. I mm-hmm. is What I really like, and I probably would make kids watch it, is they really hammer home the geography stuff they're like we're going to jakarta which is on java the biggest island of indonesia which is perfect because that's what the games did yeah it was like very much like the games and it was like talking about their exports of rice and then, and then like that export of rice became a plot point and you're <gasps> like i i just loved that they were like we're gonna make you learn something mm-hmm. you're gonna learn mm-hmm. today uh Yeah, that was,
2: I like, I really liked the design of the show overall. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. It looked like, uh, the animation style looked like Kim Possible to me. Mm. Actually, yeah, it kind of does. Which I think to me was, it was a show that I was definitely too old for when it came out. So I don't think I have the same like fondness for, or an attachment to that. Yeah. kind of style I don't know mm-hmm.
0: it did uh, but sometimes the plot I was like I feel like I'm watching a 90s show in certain certain ways like mm-hmm. it was more progressive obviously but certain mm-hmm. just like a little simple beat for beat but yeah like some of the I the some of the dialogue just really falls flat and then I think the the start is just so slow as a ramp up but Gina Rodriguez is good mm-hmm. many of the many it's got a like many of the Characters are some questionable Boston accents. Yeah, that is. (laughs) Oh, no, they're two. She's got two like handlers, Uh, and they both have they're like siblings with Boston accents, they're redheaded Bostonians. Oh, gosh, I don't understand why they exist. Stereotypes, I like them. They, um, there were some really good moments uh, with them later in the show that I, I enjoyed very, very much and found very funny. The jokes landed, but their you their accents the are so bad. Time. No, yeah, I don't understand why their accents. But I don't understand why like they're bad, from Boston. What? Well, yeah, exactly. My okay. My theory was because Carmen Sandiego was all about teaching kids about different cultures that they are trying to teach kids Boston to understand different culture. accents because <laughs> they have the Boston characters, they have the French guy. They All of the Vile members have various accents. Um, uh, so everyone has some kind of accent, <sighs> except for Carmen, basically. So I, th- I honestly think they might be trying to help kids understand different accents. That may be true, and that's really nice. I really yeah. thought that French guy, until looking it up, was Chris Parnell doing a French accent. <laughs> oh, my God. He's oh a God. French awesome. man. It was that kind of a rough French accent, so I was like, <laughs> no, oh. But, he's the best character on the show.
2: Oh, my God, that's amazing.
1: Fake French accent. I love him. How many episodes are there? Like,
0: I don't know. <laughs> and
1: I, uh, I think I, I was looking Je
0: at IMDb to see the cast, and I saw Carmen is in 19 episodes, so we'll say that. Damn. Whoa. Damn, that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot. They man. renewed Who it. Plays the yeah, they could have. Character, they could have um, renewed it.
2: I do really like what you said about them tying in like an educational fact to a plot point. I unreasonably, as a child, when playing those games, loved learning about countries' imports and exports.
1: Yes, yeah, me too. Yes. Like when
2: they were like, oh, like this one's like exports, like include like sugar cane. I'm like, wow, cool. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. That was great. I remember I like someone giving that. me. Sugar cane is a child a child and me like try to eat this and you're like oh this is horrible <laughs> and it should be so good right it should like be you want like, it to be so it's good it's sugar no it's lies a, uh, but I I do think it's a a very like cool thing and I'm glad that there's more nice kids programming mm-hmm. on Netflix what, sorry to inter- what what is can you describe a sugar cane to me I don't it's, think
2: I've ever tried to eat one it's like e- eating a piece of
0: like the texture of bamboo but you can like slice it and then you kind of just chew it you don't swallow it. You just chew it and get the sugar out of it.
2: Is it? Oh, is it on a on a cob like a like no? A corn? It's like a, it's like a
0: it's it. Have you seen bamboo stalks? Like yeah, thick. Like, yeah. So no, it's not yeah, like that. Thick. It's just it's an ear of sugar.
2: Oh my god, an ear of sugar. That's why I was like I.
0: I don't know what I was picturing. I guess I was picturing an ear of sugar. Unless I'm now thinking about rhubarb.
2: Now my brain is messed up. Rhubarb. <laughs> rhubarb is also stalks. Oh rhubarb God, is also weird. very sour, right? It is super sour. So when sour. you bake it, you can definitely eat it. Mm-hmm. I've learned that from the American girls doll books. Where, where the fuck? <laughs> nice. They talked about rhubarb once.
0: What? No, I <laughs> love the American, learned American about girl. It. It I Which which girl? <laughs> I learned Yeah, that, which girl?
2: <laughs> I don't know. They're, that's one of them Probably they're Samantha. talking about they're talking about rhubarb but they're talking about baking it into a pie or it Samantha, like a Samantha would never thing. bake she what would talk about her about? maids
1: baking she wouldn't All right, bake
2: alright let's
0: wrap this up <laughs> oh, wow uh so yeah wow next week we are thinking of having a a second Netflix and chill hour uh, talking specifically about all the crime shows that we're watching so tune in for that if you have anything to talk to us about you can email us at polygonshow at polygon.com thank you so much to everyone who does send us emails I have a bunch here that I've been meaning to read and I keep not having time for because we won't shut up but I do (laughs) appreciate them and I look at them Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been The Polygon Show.